So we're still going through this kind of situation. situation. Global situation. Yep. And um, you're probably keeping abreast of the news and everything that's going on. Um, but we're here today to talk to you about some other ways of keeping your brain sharp and engaged. And that'll help us also lower the stress and the anxiety that we might feel at this time because a lot of people are feeling anxious, nervous, distracted. I mean, raise your hand right now at home. We can't see you. If you <laughs> felt distracted these last few days, weeks. For sure, yeah. We actually have some, some family in, in New York, uh, New York City, and uh, it's, I mean, a lot of places are having a tough time. New York is having one of the toughest times. Yeah. And uh, it is very distracting. There's, yeah. there's no question about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we lived there, grew up there. Once a New Yorker, always a New Yorker, and so our heart really goes out, and we're keeping um, apprised of everything that's going on there. Um, but we can get through this, and we just have to remember to keep things in perspective. You, can, you found a very interesting um, fact about the plague. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. This so is this obviously is not the plague, um, but it kind of feels that way to some of us. And... Uh, what was fascinating was how much productive activity took place in history during periods like this, when people were sort of uh, forced to, to, to self-isolate. Right. And uh, one of the cool ones, this is from Cal Newport. Okay. He, uh, who picked this up, and he picked it up from someone else. Cal Newport, is a, he's a professor, and he's an author of um, a few really well-known yeah. books. The newest one he has out is Deep Work. I think he might have even, you might be right. No, I, th no, I think he came out with something no. else after that. Yes, and I see. The I'm one I love the most. Right now, so. uh, well, uh, the <laughs> we, one I've read, let's just say. Digital minimalism. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Digital minimalism. Okay, yeah. good. Which we might have mentioned in um, some of our previous material. Yeah. Uh, he does great, great work, um, and he's all about uh, being sort of, what is the word? Distilling productivity from peace, right? Yeah. From, from, Learn, or maybe that's not the right way to say. It. I would say it's it's uh, leveraging uh, sort of um, leveraging mental stillness yeah. to be productive, right? To derive productivity, yeah. To enter flow state and to really be able to hone in on something and focus on it, despite the noise, despite distractions that you right. might encounter, be it digital notifications or just being distracted with other thoughts that you might be having, right? Which I think is really um, kind of, I mean, it's the situation that a lot of people are going through at this present time. Not yeah. just like the notifications that we get on our devices, but more so like, you know, thinking about other things. Well, that's it. Right, right now you have kind of a double whammy. One, you know, our devices and our media channels are pumping us full of information uh, as they normally do. But what makes this particularly challenging is we're in a situation now where we're uh, isolated from everything else. Right. So we're, not only is the stream of information the same if not increasing, mm -hmm. um, our focus has been narrowed to that, you know, those channels. Yeah. Right? As opposed right. to normally you can go outside and you can see other people. See and friends. Do stuff you like yeah. to do. Activities you enjoy. Basketball. At this point, yeah. the scope of what we can do has been dramatically narrowed. And that that increases the percentage 
of our attention that these media outlets have. It's great for them. Uh, but not, not so, so good for, for your brain. Our, for our mental health and for our brain. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, anxiety starts to creepily um, increase, I guess, right? Is yeah. For many people. Not. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is the case for everyone. No, I mean, look, I don't think of myself as an anxious person. No, you're not. But um, even even I, uh, over the past few weeks, have, have felt uh, the sense of uh, disquiet, right? disease, unease, and uh, it, it caused, we've talked about this before, but it's, you know, my temper's a little shorter than it should be, um, and I don't get as great sleep. We track our sleep very closely, you know, so I have, uh, uh, we both have rings and, and wristbands and smart beds, the whole shebang, so we have a pretty good sense of how we're sleeping day to day, and there's no question during this period, yeah. sleep's gone down. And, and you so, can attribute that to increased stress levels, right? Even if you might not feel it, maybe you're not impacted in any way, and that's great. But I think the reality is, is as we discussed in previous uh, live streams, that we really, what we're seeing is that how interconnected we are. Something that's from all the way on the other side of the world is now affecting us, right? And I think that's really important to, uh, it's always been that case, it's just that we weren't really prepared or willing cognizant of it exactly appreciative to, of it exactly yeah. so it's, it's both sides the good and the bad and i think now we're really understanding wow well we're we're really all in this together we're all the same you know uh despite anything else we're we're all humans right and and um we have the same fears we have the same needs yeah so so, so i haven't forgotten cal newport yet okay yeah. um the reason he came <laughs> up is because uh, it has a lot to do with the topic of today, which is um, keeping your, your mind sharp during social, iso social isolation. And there are uh, some really impressive feats that were accomplished during periods like this. And the one that Cal Newport brought up was Isaac Newton. Oh, yeah. He was, at the time, I think going to um, a very prestigious university. I can't remember which. But anyway... Uh, the plague happened, yeah. as it does. And so he, uh, you know, had to take some time off, go, I think he went to his, like, his uncle's house or something. And while he was away, he brought his notebook. He always liked to take notes in his notebook. And it was a mostly empty notebook. And notebooks back then were kind of a big deal, if you think about it. Yeah. Books were hard to come by yeah. because the physical materials of a book Paper and then paper. binding right. it together. Right, exactly. With leather and all of this. Right. So, uh, you know, they weren't just some discarded item that, that a lot of us, I think, treat notebooks as these days. Well, um, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> I, I, love, I love she, notebooks. She preserves hers very, very, uh, uh, very well. So, in any event, he takes this notebook and he starts filling it with math problems and that, that, he, that he tries to solve. Yeah. And so he's trying to challenge himself, and these get increasingly, increasingly complex. And eventually, uh, <laughs> what he ends up doing is creating the foundation for calculus uh, in, in his notebook, right? Which, which in turn has laid a foundation for all forms of, of complex mathematics and uh, physics and yeah. has enabled us, frankly, to have this conversation with you over... The internet, totally. right? Yeah. Um, it all comes back to, to little epiphanies and discoveries like this that would probably never have happened yeah. 
uh, or at least not on this timeline. The same timeline, exactly. If uh, you know, he hadn't been faced something with that terrible like the plague. Adversity hadn't, hadn't hit. Yeah, and during the same time period, um, Shakespeare. Not during the same time period. Well, no, but during the same because the plague during, was for fifteen years. Well, there were multiple bouts of plagues. Right. So, so. when in one of the resurgences of the plague mm-hmm. um, in the sixteen hundreds, I think it was. Um, Shakespeare wrote three of his most famous plays during that time, one of which was, I think it was maybe Macbeth, Hamlet. Anyway, I'll have to fact check, but three of them. That makes sense. Those are both intense. I know. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like it's hard to write a comedy in there. I know. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe. He's a he talented man, that Shakespeare. Some levity. Uh, we still don't know who he actually was. Right. I said man, but like I think there was even. Uh, I know, that's uh, why. Concepts exactly. that, that it might be a woman. Yeah. In any event, yeah, the, anyway, a lot of, I mean, of really powerful thing, is things that, happen. Right, and, and so you don't, yes, there could be so much going on around you, all these distractions. If we can try really hard to quiet our the noise and just search within ourselves to figure out, well, what do we like to do? Explore our curiosities and um, things that we would like to discover and learn, then we might be able to rise to our potential of, creating something really cool. Yeah. It's and not like it has to be published or anything. <laughs> totally. That's <laughs> You that's might be sure. the next Shakespeare. And I think I, um, a misconception people have about keeping your mind active oh, yeah. is that you need a lot of input. And this is also from Cal Newport. Again, I, I, I view him as the preeminent re, uh, resource on understanding productivity out of stillness. And he, he made a really good point, which is that, and this was a quote, I think, from maybe Benjamin Franklin or um, Winston Churchill, I can't remember. Mm. But the concept is that more input does not mean more output, That's right? interesting, yeah. And so we have a, a propensity these days for inundating ourselves with information. I yeah. certainly do, I can speak for myself. Um, blasting my podcasts and uh, you know reading as much as I could possibly you know fit in my brain, and that's great for building a base of knowledge, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean your brain is active. And it's right? also not a prerequisite for creation. Like I think when you're writing a research paper, right, you need to do the due, due diligence of figuring out what's. We call it, you know, literature review where you're looking at all Mm. the sources that exist on that topic and then finding the gaps, right? In that, I mean, you do have to amass a lot of information because you're trying to add to the body of knowledge. But if you're trying to create maybe something new or novel or just let your creativity, you know, soar, um, you know, S-O-A-R, soar, um, it's another, you know, Thing entirely to just let your you don't have to necessarily I think what you're saying right get all that input in order to have output yes right? and exactly that's exactly yeah. it and creativity is one form of brain activity totally uh, the the point uh, that Cal Newport was making was exactly what you just said which is, is okay. about creativity yeah. I'm thinking of this actually even broader. Okay, yeah. Which is brain activity in general. When when mm. you take in information, when when I'm listening to a podcast, yeah. right? Uh, You're processing it. I'm processing, processing it, it. But your brain is in a state of passivity, mm. in a sense, right? Because it's in the mode of listening, receiving information, right? Yeah. It's very hard to 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 uh, use other parts of your brain 
when you're getting the information coming to you. You mean like multitask? Yeah, well, multitasking would be an example of using sort of different parts of your brain at the same time. So uh, whether it's creativity, mm -hmm. um, whether it's just getting stuff done that you plan to get done, if you're constantly taking in, mm. it's hard to put out. And so I think creativity is probably where it manifests the most obviously. Yeah. But I, I think also just if you have a lot of to-dos, a lot of stuff to get done, and you're feeling pressured about that, mm -hmm. if you're also pumping yourself full of information right. at the same time, mm -hmm. it can probably raise your, your, anxiety, your anxiety levels, levels more because yeah. your brain needs space to, 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 to be productive, whether right. it's creative or just efficient and um, getting stuff you know, that you need to get done, yeah. routine stuff. Um, your brain really benefits from having that space and stillness. Definitely. And I think you know, I've, I've seen just in the last week a lot of articles about how we shouldn't be getting, getting upset um, at the fact that some of us might not be able to be productive in the traditional sense, like let's say you know, going through your to-do list and that kind of thing, um, just because of you know, what's going on, the current reality. Um, and so we have to, I think, just uh, be patient with ourselves and, and help ourselves kind of get over that like hump of uh, distress that comes from I love that. Everything. Being patient with yourself. That's so, so important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so much easier said than done. But like, what does, in my mind, what does that patience look like? So let's say, you know, you have some deliverables. Definitely get to those, but maybe in between, right, to make yourself more productive and you know, not because sometimes, like, because we know we have to be productive, we get stressed about trying to be productive. So we'll be like, you know, I need to be productive, and here I am stressing out about that. Oh, I can't get any work done right now because anyway, it just goes on and on and on that like negative feedback loop, right? Mm. So if you just take a you know minute or two, or even I don't know, like break up your day with some other activities, like for me. Um, and I'm not the only one, like Tony Robbins also has talked about this and like Tim Ferriss and mm -hmm. many people um, talk about like adding a workout into your day. And it doesn't even have to be like a full-fledged workout, but just doing some like jumping jacks um, can help you kind of restart, set that restart button yeah. so that you can attack something like pr productive-wise. Totally. I mean, there's no question that uh, physical activity in general can help reset your mindset, yeah. your mind state. Yeah. Because um, it's, the, the brain is a funny thing and we obviously don't understand it that well. But, yeah, it's true. But what we do know is that when you get blood and oxygen to your brain, it functions more, more effectively. Yeah. And when you're still, you're not getting as much blood and oxygen to your brain. And because of that, you you have lower productivity. This is, you know, I'm basically getting at if you're sitting at a desk. Or standing at a desk. Or standing, yeah, yeah, even standing. Standing you tend to move around a little more, but it's still. Yeah. The point is if you're if you're stationary for an extended period of time, you're not getting that flow to the brain yeah. the way you need. And so um, you want to pump some oxygen. By by just moving around, stretching, yeah. just getting yourself out of that static position. Yeah. Or you could turn on some music and just be goofy for a little bit. Like if you don't yeah. necessarily like exercise, like in the traditional sense, you could do something else, which is, I mean, dance is a form of exercise. Absolutely. My favorite thing to do lately yeah. has been I'll flip on one of my favorite songs. Yeah. 
you don't want to see me dance, but I start dancing. Oh, you're cute. Um, and uh, it's great. I'm by myself. No big deal. Uh, I might pop my head in. Yeah, every now and then. She'll, yeah. she'll pop her head in. She's a very encouraging wife. But the point is, um, you know, that, you that just, is, that's yeah. a terrific way. Just yeah. get goofy, just get moving, loose. right? Yeah. Your, body, your body responds very well to it. And uh, once that, the blood's going again, you would think that it would distract you and, uh, you know, suddenly you'd be uh, out of your, like, out of your zone. Yeah. The very opposite happens. Uh, instead, you come back with renewed focus mm -hmm. and fresh ideas. Yeah. You know, it's, it's incredible. Uh, I, I really, I really um, like that. And, and, and brain activity in general what's more important than getting the blood and oxygen in your brain to allow that activity to take place? Yeah, and um, so you can definitely consider that and just you know do it at the beginning of your day or even like piecemeal throughout the day. Yeah. Right, let's say you even have like a formal 30 minute workout, you can just do it like 10 minutes, three times a day. Yeah, I would, right? I would even argue yeah. that doing it at intermittent intervals right. throughout the day yeah. is more important than one block of exercise yeah. at one, one point, point in the day. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Right? Yeah. I mean, one for is... right now, for what we're talking about. Right, right, right. You know, if you're getting into fitness training and, and sort of uh, VO2 ripped. max and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. You want a concentrated period of high-intensity exercise. But in terms of brain power yeah. uh, and optimal brain functionality, uh, in addition to high-intensity exercise, you want consistent repetitive, low-intensity uh, exercise throughout, throughout the day. The day and, and our point is exercise is, is a very big it's word term for, for, for what we really mean, which is just moving around, changing, changing the scenery a little bit. Yeah, there was a, a man, a Frenchman in, um, where was it? I want to say Toulouse. Anyway, some part of France. And um, I can't remember where it was. But... He managed to run the marathon on his balcony. Yeah. What? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh, are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah. So he just started jogging in place. Um, I think he How had maybe like oh, his, he, the width of maybe like the fireplace. Right. I'm, I'm I'm in like a New York and, mindset where your balcony like, is like, basically <laughs> if you have a little a box. If you have a balcony. <laughs> yeah. So I think the point was um, in that. I mean, yeah, the point is that you can really make lemonade out of any lemon kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Just even if you were to jog in place. You might surprise yourself at what's possible yeah. if, if you really set your mind to it. A lot yeah. of people, I think, right now are telling themselves, oh, I can't work out. I can't I work out. It's space. not possible. I don't, I don't have, have the space. Like, a yoga mat, yeah. exercise clothes. Yeah. I've heard I don't have the time. Right. Oh, that's right. The but it's like, by, by definition, you have the time because yeah. you're doing a lot less outside than you were before. So, yeah. so you have more time. You, you may not have a ton of space, yeah, but I can tell you, and I think we mentioned this in last week's live, uh, we did our, oh, yeah. our Nike Training Club workouts, great app. Uh, in, this is not an ad. <laughs> this is not an ad. In um, a, a very, very constricted space. A, I mean, yeah. basically, imagine um, a couch, you know, an area coffee for walking. Uh -huh. uh, right, a coffee table. Then a thin area where you can sort of walk, maybe two people abreast, and then a TV. In that yeah. little alley, we did uh, a full range of workouts. Yeah, 
Yeah, so you can, you know, you can get creative with. And what's cool about these apps, you know, most of them are designed uh, for small spaces. Um, basically, just, you know, the width of a mat, a mat, length and width mm. of a mat. Yep. Um, but, you know, other things that you can do is also sort of get out of your own head by maybe like planning a vacation. And you can, you can actually like, so take that vacation and, um, you know, look at these National Geographic images. A virtual vacation. A virtual vacation, yeah. So you can plan an actual vacation that you might take later on by yourself with friends or with your family. And then you can also take an actual virtual, those are like oxymoronic, but uh, vacation. And you can, you know, look up a YouTube video about that place. And it really does feel like you've been there. I Read mean, up on the history a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also a fun way to sort of, you know, press the reset button and get out of your... Um, the whirlwind of the, you know, negativity that's happening, kind of. And it's way. also, I think, activities like that are great. The reality is people, some people are sick right now, right? The, the people, that too. People yeah. who aren't able to do exercise in the moment, yeah. Yeah. you know, get that. And, and that's an example of other ways to sort of give your brain some activity. Yeah, and not uh, ruminate over being sick right. because that's probably the last thing you want to be doing is like constantly reminding yourself how you're not well. Because if you start thinking about how you will get well, there's a lot of the psychosomatic. Just it's extraordinary how much of like the mind body connection we are unaware of. Mm, you know what I, I know. mean? Um, so not to go completely off topic here. If what we're basically helping you understand, I think, um, and helping us like remind ourselves is that the mind is so powerful, and we have to keep it sharp even in these times of distress and, you know, Well, anxiety. especially in these times. Yeah. 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 Be- because, uh, you know, you rely on, you rely on that uh, to keep a level head. Yeah. Uh, and to keep up what's important, right? For a lot of people, for us, you know, honestly, we have it very easy. It's just the two of us here. Um, we're in good health at the moment. <laughs> Knocking on, on wood. wood. And um, there's not too much to worry about, but a lot of people have families, kids to take care of. Yeah, um, I mean, we're worried about you know our friends and, right? and and family, obviously, and uh, just friends and acquaintances, and just seeing what's happening in the world. Like we're worried still. But my point is, uh, those people, uh, for those people, it, the stakes are even higher to keep your mind sharp. Yeah, that's true. right. Uh, so why not train now? Yeah. So, so the, the point is, um, you should, uh, you should, um, you will want to, to, to take steps to keep your brain healthy, to keep yeah. your brain active so that you can help the people that need the help, right? And uh, you can perform at your best at a time where it really does matter. Right. Uh, I think there's a temptation in, in, in sort of Wallowing these times. It. Yeah, to just yeah. sort of wallow it and to, to shut down. And that's down. fine too to have that time to do it, but maybe set a time limit, to set a time cap. Like, okay, I'm going to spend 30 minutes worrying today. Yeah. I'm going to spend 30 minutes looking at the news. Like, we enjoy watching the uh, press conferences. Yeah, yeah. So, New York State uh, Governor, Governor Cuomo. Cuomo, who I didn't really know much about prior to this. I'm not big into politics. Um, but, but politics aside, what he's done is, is I think, a real justice. And service to um, service is the word I'm looking for. A real yeah. service to 
Americans, and frankly, anyone who wants to watch a compassionate and uh, honest, honest yeah. account of, of what's going on and how great the challenges are for all kinds of municipalities and states and, and governing bodies. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we think about those close to us. Um, these are people who have to think about millions, millions, millions yeah. of people and all the moving pieces that connect to protect those people. It's an incredibly intense yeah. and challenging um, occupation to have that rivals the, the, the challenges that the healthcare workers are facing and other right. essential workers. So um, that's all sort of context for why we, um, we derive a lot of comfort from, yeah, from seeing someone like this who's under just enormous, stress. incomprehensible yeah. levels of stress and pressure uh, speak in a calm, eloquent, and compassionate voice yeah. about uh, you know what's going on, right. and it's such a such a refreshing uh, contrast to the way the media presents stuff. The media typically tends to be very alarmist. Yeah. They want catchy headlines. They want to trigger your fear instincts uh, to make you uh, glue to them, and right? Click. And, and click and go in and, 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 yeah. and hold your attention. Yeah. Uh, whereas what Cuomo's doing, and I'm sure other uh, leaders, leaders are, yeah. you know, the leaders who are good at their jobs are doing, is something very different, which is expressing empathy, um, solidarity. Yeah, exactly. Right? right. Uh, and confidence. And that's what we need right now. And to the extent that you can play that role among the people around yeah. you, in your own friend groups, exactly. family circles. You can, you can be a part of that positive force. influence, that positive mm -hmm. force. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about, um, you know, we've done research on this, and, and it's an ongoing process with the avatar is what we call it here. Um, and assuming the role of your alter ego or your avatar or your, you know, ought self, like the self that you, or your ideal self, the, the, the self that you want to be. Um, and especially now, a really interesting activity would be to channel your avatar, first of all, choose one, right? And um, rely on it for sources of strength and comfort and, totally. you know, really yeah. pulling from those qualities that you've imagined your avatar to have or maybe even been inspired by your actual role models um, that could be a really great brain activity as well and i love it and, you know. and particularly when in those periods where you're feeling the crunch exactly right for me right now an easy avatar for me to choose would be cuomo yeah totally right yeah. someone who's able to uh um not get uh emotionally worked up yeah. and instead uh, address it uh, problems, day. challenges, day by day, mm -hmm. with a cool, collected mindset. Yeah, I, I love the idea of using an avatar for that. Yeah, and I always wonder, like, when I see him um, lead, right, in the recent press conferences, mm -hmm. is because that's really what we're basing this off of right now. Uh, who is his avatar? I know. Like, I'm sure he talked about his he talked about his, his father a lot. Yeah, his, yeah, his brother too. He's mentioned Winston Churchill. That's several right. Times. Winston Churchill, by the way, oh, if you yeah. haven't looked up his background, this it's is another great wild. way to, to um, distract your mind. Yeah, and uh, not sharpen, distract, sharpen. Uh, re realign your mind. Yes. 
read read some some biographies. Just you can go into Wikipedia yeah. and and take a look at some famous people from the past and just sort of understand what it is that got them famous. Some of the things that these people have accomplished and, incredible. and the adversity that they had to overcome is really inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. So and and it just things that you know he was actually also a um I think he was a, a, a painter as well. Oh, Winston Churchill? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, oh, so Winston Churchill definitely check out. The, the, like, he, he got kicked out of government, and then things <laughs> were going really south, and so they, they, they called, called him, him back. back. And, you know, he, he, he uh, set aside his ego and came back and basically uh, saved the, Europe. The world, too. The world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I think... Those are probably the avatars he looks to, right? right? People in the past who've truly accomplished uh, unimaginable things. Yeah, insurmountable Insurmountable challenges. odds, yeah. Um, so that's a really good thing to do. And then I would also say if you're tactile and you're kinesthetic and creative, I'm going to put that in quotes because it's different for everyone, um, doing things like maybe knitting and sewing, and there's tons of YouTube mm. videos out there. Like doing something with your hands, um, making arts and crafts, Right. That baking that really gets you involved, and if you're concentrating on that, you're not concentrating on anything else. Yeah, but that so it I helps find those focus are like meditative you. almost. Right? Very much so, and yeah. you can find your own sort of therapeutic hobby in that sense. Um, but I remember, um, so when I was little, one of my favorite sweaters that I had, I think it was my favorite, my favorite sweater. It was my fun sweater. So it was. I have to show it to you. I still I love have it. To see this. Yeah, it's in my parents. But um, it was a sweater that had the letters fun on it. But that's not what made it fun. My mom uh, would, t she would find these like trinkets at the toy shop or, you know, yeah, probably the toy shop because they were little toys. And she would sew them on my sweater. No way. It was epic. That's it awesome. It was my favorite sweater. And I would wear that with such pride and joy because I would be like, look at all oh of these God. things. And my friends would come up and we would like play with <laughs> You're like was, a walking uh, Christmas tree. Or, I know. Uh, it was Christmas so tree. fun. That's so awesome. Being kind of like goofy and finding things that like, yeah. you might enjoy, but like children that you know or your own children might enjoy. Yeah, for the children, definitely cool. watch the video that came out earlier this week because that yeah. was very oriented towards kids. Yeah. Um, and you may have kids. You may be living with kids. You might be giving advice to your friends who friends have kids. Friends who have kids. Yeah, yeah. We're all Zoom calling nowadays, right? Yeah. So. And kids are a terrific distraction. Totally. Terrific distraction. Yeah. And and you know treating them as treasures that that are enhancing your experience as opposed to obligations, <laughs> I think can go a long way toward toward uh, you know less stress. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So. And I think the one um, other thing I'd want to share is. So you know how people uh, are really big, some people are big proponents of making a vision board for the start of the year. Mm. So we're in April now. Uh, why not make a vision board or a collage now and really allow your mind to just kind of travel and... Uh, I don't know what a vision so board is. So a vision board is basically a collage of your goals, hopes, dreams, aspirations. And mm. the idea is to uh, make one and really like meditate over it as you're doing it, as you're clipping the artwork, as you're, you know, pasting it, as you're writing yeah, stuff on I it. Like that. So that you meditate over it and your subconscious starts help like manifest it in real right. life. 
It's a very introspective activity. Yeah. Yeah. So these kinds of like introspective um, exercises can really help sharpen your, your brain, but also give you some comfort um, and distract you in a positive way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point we've covered um, sort of finding stillness to give your, your brain uh, space to operate the way it should operate. Right. Being active, active to give, give your brain intermittently throughout the day to give mm -hmm. your brain uh, the blood and oxygen it needs. Mm -hmm. Finding an avatar. Uh, finding an avatar, uh, someone who has, you know, overcome great adversity and that you can look to and sort of become yeah. when you're feeling stressed or... Right. Uh, and you can have a different avatar. In fact, we would encourage you to have a different avatar for different situations. So a public speaking avatar, a... Uh, Comfort avatar, a, right? You know, in this case, it's a uh, chill out. Overcome? No, no. I think it's just an avatar uh, who uh, has overcome Adversity. insurmountable yeah. odds. Yeah, something that was just very, very difficult to to, to get through, and they, they got through it. I think would be a good avatar for this. And then finally, using the time for introspection and and, and uh, plotting. You know, eventually this will end. Yeah. Like everything, as a lot of people have been saying, this too shall pass. It will end. And when that happens, uh, we're going to get back to our lives. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity to sort of help plan out what, what the rest of that looks like. And these skills will come in handy when you do face other types of adversity that might be just specific to you, right? You know, getting fired from a job or um, some not-so-great news or, I, I don't know, all these things that might... Throw you off. Throw you off. Yeah. The tracks. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole other Missing other, the train. I don't know. Just something. A whole other um, yeah. sort of bucket that we won't discuss, but, but, but times like this are a great depress reset. And yeah. um, because everything is getting reset, yeah. you can also, this is an opportunity for you to reset uh, your own life mm -hmm. and uh, turn a new page. So I think yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot uh, to think about. Yeah, a lot to think about. Uh, we and, have some more suggestions on the blog in the blog article mm. um, of things you can do to you know keep your brain sharp. One that I didn't mention on there was Sudoku. Yeah, like yeah. Crossword I mean, puzzles, right? Lots things of the, like those that. Things. Yeah. But yeah. you be creative, find your own, and then it's let us know. Funny out there. Yeah, we'd love to hear what uh, what you guys come up with yeah. as well, um, because we can always add to the list, right? Yeah, we're all lot, in this together. You're a lot bigger crowd than than our. Two brains, so yeah, and sure we're you all guys in this can together. A lot of really thoughtful stuff, right? So we should just kind of like take a breather when we can, and and it's okay to be freaked out. We're also freaked out, but we also have to remember that we need to do this for our mental health and for mm -hmm. the mental health of the people that we love and who are around us too, right? That's right. All right, so we will see you next week uh, for another lesson and a live stream. And hope you have a great weekend. Yeah. We look forward to hearing how some of this goes for you. And yeah. um, we're always here to chat. So All right. looking forward to it. Happy exploring, everyone. Happy exploring.